everybody welcome back to another episode of simply unprofessional i'm your host webby join me tonight we got rob hey everybody it's rob and we got Devin. don't call it a comeback i've been here for years i have been i just haven't been here the past couple of episodes how's it going everybody and we got a special guest donnie joining us today it's a me and we got lurkers donnie. in the wings <laughs> it's a me. uh all right, so this week we're Devin. You actually approached me and you messaged me wanting to do this episode, uh, giving us the topic right. to do it. Uh, we watched the first three episodes of the Winchesters, which is the supernatural spinoff, <coughs> following the adventures Not to be of how with Winchester, which was a one episode spinoff directed by Eric Kripke, which followed John. Right after the death of his wife, and where he wasn't like the first part of like the show, hmm. but uh, it wasn't that same actor that played John, it wasn't uh, oh. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, but it wasn't Jeffrey Dean Morgan, it was somebody else, but I haven't even seen that one yet. It came out in 2021, uh, I haven't seen that one yet, but uh, I've never yeah. even heard of it, so I guess it didn't didn't get any traction. Oh, I think it was just like a one episode, like a one, <clears throat> uh, uh, well, I don't think it was actually like a like a it was intentionally like a thing. The Winchesters is um, a prequel to Supernatural, uh, and it is—it's it, showing—it's pretty much the story of when John Winchester met Mary Campbell, who eventually, we all know, <clears throat> they end up getting married and having Sam and Dean, uh, and some of the adventures that they go on um, before all that happens. Devin, only because I've already we've we've already kind of mentioned it earlier when we finished the third episode. But Devin, I'm curious, what, what did you think of this show? Um, up, up so far, way. so far, uh, I do like it. It it doesn't hit the same like supernatural notes for me mm-hmm. that supernatural hits for me. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. but it does give me more like remi- it reminds me more of like this is kind of like a, a very specific like comparison. But it reminds me more of like Scooby Gang Buffy mixed with like season one through three of Supernatural, which are it's not a bad comparison at all. Okay, but uh, that's kind of like where it kind of reminds me of. Like I don't, it, 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 it's a if you I, I you know if you're going into it thinking like Supernatural, I think like if you told me this if you, this wasn't tied to Supernatural, it would be. I wouldn't, I couldn't really, I wouldn't say I couldn't tell the difference, but it could also not, you know what I mean? It doesn't really give you the same like overall vibe as like a supernatural show, if that makes sense. Right. So do you, do you, do you plan on continuing to watch it? I probably will. I'll probably wait till all of it comes out um, yeah. and just watch it because that's what I, I was kind of watching on B Um But yeah, I probably definitely will continue to watch it. Yeah. Um, 
well, let's go over to, I mean, again, I mean, me, Rob, me, Rob, and Donnie kind of very vaguely touched on it, but Donnie, what did you think of, of at least the first three episodes? Oh, they had some excellent source material to pull from with some well-established characters. Just I hated it. Yeah? Yeah, I don't like it. Okay. Any particular reason why? Uh, I feel like so I think we kind of touched on this. I think there's some parts where either it is poorly delivered or bad writing for dialogue for several of the characters consistently, and I don't really feel it like I did Supernatural, but I guess that's an unfair comparison. Okay. I mean, uh, it's not really an unfair comparison, given the fact that it's a show that's based on Supernatural. It's not an unfair comparison. Right. Um, I do now have a question. It's not written by the same people, right? Um, I can tell you. It doesn't feel like it is. It's created by Eric Kripke. It's written. Uh, he wrote episode one, or he wrote one episode of it. Eric Kripke wrote one episode. Zach Sanchez wrote one episode, and Britt Bankhead wrote. Oh, am I in the actual? I'm not in the episode. It says right now, yeah, the writers are. Yeah, I think they're. I think it is. Uh, it's directed by it's not directed by Kripke, it's directed by Zach Sanchez and Britt Bankhead. But uh, all three of them do have writing credit on the show. Now, uh, let me go wasn't check. Supernatural what, wasn't Supernatural directed by all right? Uh, I lied. Uh, wrong show, wrong show. Lied. Robert Singer. No, that was the wrong show. I'm sorry, that was the one off spin off thing I was talking about. It was a great guy. Um, it because I clicked on the wrong thing when I was doing this. One sec. Well, while you're uh, looking for that, that, Rob, what did you think? Got it right here. I thought it was okay. Like I would probably watch it, but not like rewatch it as I did Supernatural, like over and over. Right. Um, I mean, it's all right. It's kind <clears throat> of in the same world. It's. I don't know. I feel more like they were just like, ah, people that like Supernatural are just going to like this without like much explanation as to what's happening. Uh, I don't know. Like it, like you know who Mary and uh, I can't really think of his name. John R. Obviously, but like they don't really go into stuff. Like, like I don't know. Like if you're if you're a Supernatural fan, you obviously know who they are. If you're not, you're just gonna be like, "Why? Are, what is the significance of these people?" Like, it doesn't really explain much. It's just like, right. okay. <laughs> yeah, I do think it didn't do a great job of like setting up the story. It, it really did a lot of heavy work on you knowing about supernatural, but I do because the tone was so different. Like I said, bro, I do feel like it. It it could also work as a show that's not supernatural, but I think it does run into the same problems that every supernatural spinoff runs into. Uh, in that it none of the characters have the same like screen appeal and like riff ability off of each other that Sam and Dean had. Yeah, uh, um, the chemistry, the chemistry, the chemistry doesn't feel like it's off. there. And like you look at like the other show where they did like the spinoff in like Chicago with like the monster mobs things that lasted like five episodes. Right. That was like a back. That was like a backdoor pilot that was supposed to be like a spinoff, and they tried it for like an episode or I. I don't even think got a whole season. I think got like five episodes, and it just never got picked up. But I mean, ul- like, also ultimately, like, uh, like I, I do agree. I, I don't think the chemistry that you have with like Sam and Dean, 
you know, was there. And, like, Supernatural was all about family. You know, that, that was the big thing with them. And this is more of, like, an odd Supernatural love story because we get to see John and Mary hopefully over time throughout the show, you know, develop their relationship. Cause like, you know, having seen supernatural, obviously we know they end up together. Um, but, uh, so, I mean, it does have a different tone too going into it. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, that's something to take into account. Um, so Rob, do you plan on finishing the show? Probably. Yeah, I will also say, but apparently you guys said it was retconned in the future, but I don't remember it. But like when the show started off, it was it was explained that John didn't know anything about the supernatural and didn't become a hunter until after Mary died. Like this clearly is like, no, he already knew all about this stuff and his parents were involved in it, too. And they knew about it. It's just like, well, his his father was part of the man of letters. That was part of the that was part of the, the normal show. And. I'm fairly certain he like in in I'm fairly certain in a couple of the episodes they mentioned like the time traveling episodes there or whatever they mentioned about how John knew Mary was a hunter but Mary was the hunter of the of, of the pair of them and he just kind of knew of the things and stuff mm. <clears throat> so yeah I'm not sure but yeah it was it was definitely pre-established that his father was a man of letters so yeah, but not till like season seven or whatever. I'm just saying the first few seasons of Supernatural made it seem like he didn't know anything about it until after Mary died. Right. Oh Which, yeah, that's I mean, for that, sure. That could have also just been like that could have been the original route that they were going with it, but then they decided, yeah. oh well, you know, now that these characters, now that we know the show is actually taking off, we got to get more more in depth with these backgrounds of these characters. So they probably wrote in the fact that. You know, Mary was the hunter, and John met her, and this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, John would have known about this stuff, but, you know, whether or not he was any good at it kind of thing. Mm. So, I mean, that that probably okay. They probably, they obviously, I don't think they would have gone into, you know, the pilot episode having all of that already pre-thought out in case the show didn't pick up and it ended up getting canceled. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, Devin, did you find what you were looking for as far as the writers and stuff? I did. I did. So the main three writers on this show, believe it or not, are Robbie Thompson, uh, Eric Kripke, and David H. Goodman. Okay. Um, Robert Robert uh, Thompson, he, he wrote and he wrote 13 episodes of the Winchesters. He all he is the in pre, his from his previous writing credits is uh, he wrote 36. His most significant writing credit really is 38 episodes of Supernatural. Um, and then a personal favorite of mine, knowing that one of his first writing gigs was back in the early, or the late 90s, early 2000s, is he wrote 12 episodes of the new Woody Woodpecker show. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, so he wrote 38 episodes of Supernatural. Uh, Eric Kripke, obviously, uh, writer, he wrote. He wrote on 13 episodes of this, so, I mean, he's the creator of Supernatural. He wrote 13 episodes on this. Um, yeah. And, and see, like, I don't necessarily dislike the plot of this show, but, like, I'm kind of with Donnie in the fact that, like, 
the delivery of the lines and and, and like yeah. there's just something slightly off about it. It doesn't feel now, organic I'm, to me. I'm curious. So like a lot of I'm curious. I want to see something here. Let me ask you guys this question though. Out, line delivery aside, do you think they did right with the casting? Okay. Yeah. So they mentioned that already. Too. I, I mentioned this earlier. I think that they cast Mary well. Uh, Mary's played by an actress named Meg Donnelly. I can actually picture that actress being a young version of the actress who played Mary in Supernatural. Uh, I think I think that was spot on. I think her her acting's good. I also I don't mind John, but I don't know. I also uh, Carlos the the hippie guy I, I mentioned earlier just seems like a 1970s Cisco from the Flash. He really does actually yeah. like a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he otherwise, seems like we... a not as stoned version of the guy from uh, Supernatural. Uh, uh, yep. No. Like, oh, you, yo, not Supernatural. Uh, fucking. Uh, I, I know what you're talking about Stranger the, Things. Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the pizza man. Yeah, the pizza guy. <laughs> oh, he yeah, seems yeah, like yeah, if you yeah. took Cisco and him and combined them together, yeah. that's what you did. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, which Rob is Doug. not a bad thing. Uh, yeah. Like I, I'm not bad at all. Um, uh, so uh, I will say this: at least Meg Donnelly. I'm checking Drake. Yeah, Drake Roger. Uh, I mean, I'm checking this other chick to her, and I think she had the best. I think Nita she had the Kershid, best. Like, she had the best Latka. delivery. Out of yeah, she had the best delivery kind of out of, like, everybody. Um, I will but... say this. Uh, well, actually, I won't because Rob plans on continuing to watch it, and I don't want to spoil it for him. So, so I No, will say but I'm looking at the long... IMDB, and there's more episodes out, so I know who comes in later on. Yeah, kind so I will say this. The I will say this. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think Tom I'm talking about Sam Campbell. Okay, I'm good. Rob stuck his fingers in his ears and started going la la la, so I could. Get yeah, I'd say I saw the headlines for that. I was yep. pretty excited about yeah. that. So the thing is, so the thing is this, right? And I think the line delivery is has a lot. I just read ran through the main four people real quick. So Meg, this is her first real adult TV role. Previous to this, she played in High School Musical, the TV series. She's done. Uh, Three, two or three of the zombie movies uh, for Disney. Um, she was on a Disney show as like a side thing. Her main acting job was something called American Housewife, and I think she she played. I was in two thousand from two thousand six to two thousand twenty one, and she played the the kid um, in there. She played like one of the, she played a kid in there, like one of the younger sisters in there or something like that. So this is her first real like adult ish oriented acting role. So there, that's might be why she's like she's a little stiff. Then you have Drake Rogers. He just started acting two years ago in yeah, 2020. Yeah, his IMDb is uh, pretty pretty uh, short. He has yeah. exactly six roles: uh, Murder RX, Terra Beach, Not Alone, The In Between, Mantra, and The Winchesters. So yeah, I mean, and then you have. Nita Kershaw. Nita, she's kind of in the same boat. She only has 16 roles. Yeah, I mean, she has a little bit more variety in her roles, but... I mean, the guy not, who plays like, Carlos, this is his first time. Winchester's yeah, is not, his first IMDb credit. Yeah. 
So I think that might be you. It literally is just inexperience from the cast. Yeah, is what I'm is what I'm gonna say on this one. I think it's just cast inexperience. Now, do I think that may be the downfall of the show? Like on a show where you have one, uh, like one season to really make it work. I don't know if I would have went with four. Not even like saying new actors, but I would have I would have probably still casted uh Meg Donnelly and uh Drake Rogers as Mary and John because I think I think Drake Rogers works out really nicely as John. I think he's a good facsimile of John. Yeah. Um I would have probably surrounded them with some more experienced actors. Um which I mean you have Millie. Millie's uh you have uh, Bianca who plays Millie Winchester. She's obviously a little bit more experienced. She has 34 roles. Um, but still like not a lot. Like Undateable is her biggest run, uh rules of engagement. So I mean, but she has more more roles in Hollow One Second Guess. But yeah, go ahead. So we can take over from her. Um, I mean, I do think that one of the bigger issues is something that Rob brought up, and that's the fact that, like, going right into this, it's it's like they made this show specifically to cater to Supernatural fans, which I'm sure that they were garnering that that would be the larger audience. But, like, even as a Supernatural fan, like, okay, yeah, we know about Mary and John, but we don't know everything about how they got into it, and having a little bit more background on, on all these characters would be nice. Yeah. Like the, when the cop gave him back the, the engagement ring, it's like when that came out of left field, it's like, they didn't even mention that he was engaged to her. Like even after she gave him back the ring, they didn't really talk about it much. He was just like, here you go. That whole thing seemed very forced, (laughs) right? Very forced. And we wanted it done right there. And now for that whole story. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know they've hinted at like like when John was mentioning to Carlos about how he got into hunting. Oh well, you know a, a whatever killed my family. You know, which is okay. That's how most people get into hunting, sure. But like, what did you what did you do before hunting? Like like anything really? Like we literally only know their faces and their names. You know, and yeah. who knows? Maybe, maybe throughout the series, we're gonna get episodes that are dedicated to these characters and like shows us some of their past. Yeah, like but, the English Indian chick, we just learned that she doesn't like talking to her mother. It's like that's all we know about her, other yeah. than the fact that she looks at books. It's like yep. okay. <laughs> so I don't know. But, I mean, I think between that and like Devin said, the inexperience of some of the cast and and just. I, I'm not going to necessarily blame it on bad writing, but maybe, maybe just, hey, maybe that delivery and the inexperience is is hand in hand. You know, maybe, maybe it's just their they got to find their their acting sea legs, so to speak. One of the issues I have with all prequels that are like this that have characters that are in other like the, the like original established. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, they have plot armor. Like, we know nothing bad is ever going to happen to them. Like, today, the yeah. episode today, they were like, oh, Mary's going to be trapped into the bag forever. It's like, no, she's not. We know that she's not because she has kids. And it's like, yeah, there's not really a sense. Like, obviously, in Supernatural, you know that Sam and Dean aren't really going to die 
well, for most of it. Like you can tell, but like it's still there's still that mystery. Like, oh, what's going to happen then? There's like, oh, we know what happens to John and Mary in the end. It's like there's no like surprise or any twists really, unless they start messing with time travel again. But Ugh. yeah, this is where this Mary ends up dying, and then we find out that there's another Mary from another timeline that comes and takes her place. <laughs> And that's the actual Mary. Uh, my nose is bleeding. Anyway, uh, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Having seen the first three episodes, these Akita things, or whatever they're called, uh, it's my understanding that these things are aliens because they they said that these things were not of this world. Thoughts? Do you got? Do you guys think that they're aliens? Do you guys think that they're just dimensional travelers or something? <laughs> yeah, extra, extra dimensional. That's kind of what I was creatures. feeling. All right. Yeah, I said maybe they're from the Feywild because that does it does exist canonically in <laughs> supernatural stuff. So. Better get the hell out of there. <laughs> uh, Devin must still be away. Uh, so remind me to ask him the aliens question because if it's aliens, it's like uh, okay. <laughs> and then Rob, like I mentioned, the fact that that's that's I think that'd be dumb. But then Rob was like, "Well, Sam and Dean didn't believe in aliens, but they believe in monsters. So maybe these are aliens. And somewhere in this show, they just wipe out all of them. So they yeah, the, never... they know there's no aliens because yeah. they wipe their parents wiped them all out. I'm back. <laughs> So Devin, these these creatures that are running around in this show, the big bads, the Akita or whatever they're called, mm-hmm. uh, they they claim that they're not of this world. Do you believe that they're aliens? Do you believe that they're from another dimension? Like, what's your, uh, what's your opinion I mean, on that? They could very well be like leviathans, almost, or something like uh, similar to that. They come from a different, you know, because leviathans are from what, what was that fucking limbo. Yeah, they could be like from somewhere like that. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, God, I God, I hope they're not aliens. This t- it all ties into Roswell. Actually, it's going to tie to Roswell, uh, which is the other. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but, well, uh, I mean, you weren't here because you stepped away. But me and Rob have a pretty good thing if it is aliens, because in Supernatural, Sam and Dean didn't believe in aliens, right? They believe in everything Rob else. Was like, it, 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 Rob was like, yeah, the reason they don't believe in aliens is because John and Mary killed all the aliens. But I feel like that would have been said, though. It would have been like, you know what I mean? It would have it been like, oh, I don't believe the aliens. It would have been like, no, aliens don't exist anymore. Uh, all the aliens here were killed by our parents or something. Like, cause it, like, I feel like if they knew that information, it would have been said. Well, maybe they didn't know that information. But maybe, why they, would maybe, maybe when they were kids, their, their parents were just like, no, vampires are real. Werewolves are real. Aliens don't exist because only they knew the truth. But then, like, I feel like they've encountered so much, so much, like, so much other, like, otherworldly beings at the time. I feel like they would like still believe in aliens. You know what I mean? You know, Sam and Dean should have just asked. Chuck. Like, I, I just have a hard time believing. Like, they should have just asked Chuck when they had the chance. Been like, yo, are aliens real? <coughs> like, right. Did you put life on other planets? <laughs> Actually, didn't he say that he did? But the this version of Sam and Dean were his favorite. 
He did like, 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 the multiple different realities. Other, yeah, all the different realities. No, I think he said they did put life on other planets, but um, for whatever reason, the only like they had humans, I think, on other planets, but Earth was the this was the only like planet that it they actually flourished. Right. If I if I remember correctly, it was something like that. Anyway, um, I'm not a super big fan of the show. I might, once it's all, you know, out, you know, like the whole season's out, I might go through and give it a watch if I'm bored. But like Rob, it's not going to be something that I watch as many times as I watch Supernatural. Um, yeah. No, and absolutely. I might even... If I watch this through beginning to end, I might even have to go back and watch Supernatural beginning to end as like a palate cleanser. <laughs> so, or at least like the first like three seasons. No, all fifteen. I'll 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 push through the Leviathan seasons. That was Those were that the was worst. Hard. Yeah, was hard but hard there was one good thing that came from the Leviathan in that arc too, which like made it even worse. Whoa! Like it was. A- there was one good thing that came from the shitty the art, and Bobby died to a shitty villain. Like, <laughs> say what? Wait, what'd you say? Who me or Rob? You. I said, and that's the season Bobby died in, and they, so oh. they killed Bobby in like the shittiest fucking arc ever. Yeah, but then he came back as a ghost. It was fine. He did. He came back as ghost Bobby, and we saw that he was like super happy with uh. But uh, in the Leviathan seasons, you get Charlie. So. That is true. You do get Charlie. That was worth it. Yes, you do. You do. <clears throat> but I, I just can't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They killed a lot. They killed a lot of characters in the Leviathan season. They killed a lot of characters in that season. That like, and that season was not worth it. I'm being I'm completely That's because they really you. wanted you to hate that dick guy. <laughs> but that season was just not worth it. I was like, oh my god, you've murdered all these people, but that season was like not, not it. Yeah. But all right. Anybody else have anything else they want to talk about as far as the Winchesters go? I like that it's narrated by Dean. Yeah, it's like I, I like Dean they actually had him like it. It. Although I feel like they only did that just to drop you in for the second episode. I mean, maybe. <clears throat> but Tilly. You're awfully mouthy spreading your Nazi propaganda over there in the couch. Sitting oh, in the darkness. Again? Yep. I do love me some... I'm going to stop that sentence. Tilly. <laughs> you're about to get grounded. That just seems like a really good way to get canceled. Like, now that I care about getting canceled specifically, that seems like a way to get canceled, like, real hard. What? I was going to make a joke. I'll just say it after it's over. Oh. Not like a joke joke. I was just going to be like... Um, I do love me some good old fashioned insert whatever there, but oh. I, I, I thought better of it. All right, that's probably better. That's probably good. I don't want to end up. I don't want to end up like Kanye. <laughs> and, then, and then I got like going public, like wear like a weird mask and shit. I don't want to do all that. I got, I got too much to live for. Uh, I got to listen, buddy. <laughs> so let's go with Rob. Rob, do you have anything else you want to add to this Winchester's episode? This is gonna be a short episode. No, we're just gonna shoot the shit. Talk right about it. I haven't talked to you guys in a while. I want to see how you guys are doing. Shit. I, 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 I like the actor that plays John. He's super cute. Yeah, of course you do. 
That's it. That's all the last thing I had to say. All right. Dottie, do you have anything else you'd like to say or mention about the Winchesters? Um, They had some excellent source material to pull from and some really deep character established. (laughs) Excellent source material. Uh, That's what he started off saying. That's exactly what he started off saying. Uh, uh, Devin, do you have anything, last things you want to say about Um, Winchesters? I think it I think it's going to be one of those shows that you probably I think if you give it a season or two it might like if if it makes it past this season it might get better but I'm not like super optimistic about that like at all. Okay. Uh my final sense. comment is they made a decent cat they made a good casting choice with McDonnelly. Mary Campbell, you're doing great. Stop cheating on your future husband. With that crazy guy from the the movie theater. Um all right, well, I mean that's we're half hour into the episode and we're all done talking about the episode topic. Yeah. Neat. I mean, there's probably, I'm going to say this. There's definitely a reasoning probably why like I didn't really know this show existed um until like three weeks ago, like two weeks ago. Um, and that's like, it's been out for going on eight weeks now. So it, it's not great, but I think it has potential. Yeah. And maybe they're just going to get their, maybe they're going to get their bad season out the way. They're going to get their Leviathan season out the way now. And it's going to pick up later. God, I hope so. Mm. All right. Yeah. Uh, how has everybody else been? Oh boy. How, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's been a journey for me, as you guys know. Like, I I took um, multiple mental health weeks. Um, I have just not been in the best place mentally to really come on and give you guys a like a show you deserve. So I've taken a couple of weeks off. I don't know hey, what sometimes you just got to unplug and reset. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. Like I've done a lot of just like sleeping and a lot of thinking and just kind of a lot of just like I don't want to say healing, but just like cleansing. Like I've been very uh it's been a it's been a wild time. It's been it's been a wild time, but uh I'm not 100%, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Back in action. You gave yourself uh, a life laxative. You cleansed. Yes, yes, I I cleanse myself. Um, That's um, good. I mean, yeah. I'm glad you're doing better than you have been for sure. Yeah, because I've been I've been in a I would say I've been in a dark place. That's not really true, but I just I just haven't really been myself. I've been kind of just been in, stuck in a cycle of going to work, coming home, and having nothing I really want to do. Um, not really feeling anything, not really, really feeling or having any type of like drive to do much. So that's kind of where I've been at, but I've been, I'm getting better. Uh, I'm feeling better. I have more energy and, uh, I've been like going out and doing stuff and having fun. So, uh, yeah, slowly but surely I'm getting back, getting back and hopefully getting better, better than ever. That's good. Good. Yeah. 
So how have you been, Donnie? How's the world in the Don been? Also, playing on your intro from to the show, uh, if you were, if you were in fact Donnie, uh, the really discount version of Mario, who would who would be your Luigi? And you can't name anyone in this call. Oh boy. Uh, nobody in this call. Nope, you can't name anyone in this call. I know a really easy answer to this, Donnie. Who? Your brother. Sure. Because <laughs> they were brothers? They were, but... Hey, I, Evan's limiting you to people not in this call, so... I am Take the easy not- answer. I was trying to think of a celebrity that would be funny, but yeah, we'll just go with my brother. Oh, if we're going to go with a celebrity that would be funny, uh, the guy from John Margot Wick. Robbie. No, the guy from John Wick who fixes the cars who actually played Luigi in the Mario movie. <laughs> if we were going, if we were going like fake, like What's fake, name? Um, I would, something I, would I would be Luigi. Oh, if we were going like fake, I'd be Luigi, and I would, oh, I would, yeah. uh, I would cast uh, fucking. What's his name from the office? As fucking Mario. Dwight. Dwight. Yep. Yep. Dwight from the office is Mario, and I'd I'd be his Luigi any day of the week. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be I don't care who's who as long as I'm Bowser. Then who's the Princess Peach you're trying to kidnap? Who who are we saving, Webby? I don't know. Princess Peach just keeps trying to run away from you, run to me for safety, but I don't lock my castle door. Apparently, it sounds like we need they to like break in to all the time and stay. Just tell this tells the story of a misunderstood Bowser. Yeah, like this whole time, uh, he's not been kidnapping her. She just keeps showing up. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he's, he's like, and- who, the, "Who the heck's gonna break into my castle? Why do I have to bother locking my front?" gate and then she just always manages to stumble her way in and, like, and he's and like one oh, day every time you show up these two plumbers come and just beat up all my people just yep. and then like one day one day he looks out his window and he just sees a dude in a dude in overall sliding down a flagpole and the rest is history yeah it's absurd that is absurd what, right. if bowser, what if bowser left his door open because he called for a, a, a plumbing service and he thought this whole time he thought they were the the assistants that he needed, and they were. Aren't you guys here to fix my toilets? Yeah, the whole time, the whole time he he thought they were just here to fix his toilet, and they uh, they lied to him, and and then he and then he came back in the second time around because all he wanted was a refund because they didn't fix his toilet. And then they pull out, they just start eating, doing drugs, eating mushrooms, and getting growing twice their size. And then they start yep. sniffing pollen and snoring, you know, shooting fireballs at their nose. The thing is that Mario and Luigi are the real villains of the story. I think so. I think I think that's right. Plus, it's never even Peach. I think Peach is just hanging out in her own castle because it's always Toad, and he's like, "Peach, the princess is in another castle. <coughs> her own. She's Toad, at home." Toad doesn't get captured. Toad's kind of Toad's useless. Here's a random other sidebar question that I just thought of now, uh, and. Apple, if you want to chime in on this, you can. I know you're back there listening. Um, what is a character in like any 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 
movie, video game, fiction, whatever. What is a character like you could just delete and from like that added nothing. You could just delete them and it wouldn't it would change exactly zero. Like nothing would change. Hmm. Like what is your what is your one character that is just like unbelievably useless that you're just like, yeah, they could just go. Aerith from Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> don't even, you know what? Anybody, listeners, listeners, whoa, listeners, if you go out there and play the original, not the remake, because Rob told me they change a lot of stuff. If you go out there and want to play the original Final Fantasy Seven, the second you get Aerith as a party member, don't even equip her. In fact, take whatever equipment she has and take it off. At the point where you are forced to have her in a party, give her some base-ass shit. You'll still do just fine. The second she's no longer in your party, take her shit away. Okay? I, I The game's been out long enough, she dies. She dies, and if you have her equipped, fully equipped with a bunch of really good gear and some great materia, you'll lose it all. So, just don't. She's useless as a character. Okay? I'm still salty about that. <laughs> That's my answer. And I loved her as okay. a character. She was a great healer. Not good enough to heal herself from a single stab wound. Fair, fair. Uh, I got mine. Donnie, you got one or are you still thinking? I'm still thinking. Rob, you got one or are you still thinking? Nope, I don't have one. <clears throat> mine is... Uh, rant. And I'm gonna go with Storm from the X Men movies. Um, Specifically, the uh, movies. Well, I don't know. She zapped Toad pretty good. With the possibly the worst one liner in second worst one liner in movie history. The worst one liner is belongs to uh, Katana's mom in uh, Final Mortal Kombat. Um, but no, no, she has possibly the worst one-liner, uh, one of the worst one-liners of all time, and Zap's Toad. And that's all she added to, in three movies. In three fucking movies! <laughs> I mean, she week. is arguably probably one of the more powerful X-Men, and she didn't... She, and that's her. my point! <laughs> three movies, her, her claim to fame was she Zap Toad. Fucking Toad. Yeah. <laughs> the most useless of, like, the fucking Brotherhood. Toad was her, uh, that was her claim to fame. <clears throat> That's mine. I just don't, like, uh, I, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I think she was completely. I'm going to go with Gambit from D&D. God, that guy's useless. He should just be erased. Well, <laughs> mine is from D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, Ryder? Damn, how'd you know? I'm just, I'm good <laughs> no, I was going to say Scott from the X-Men movies. Oh, yeah. Any Cyclops from any of the X-Men, anything. Useless. Well, I feel like he's meant to be a bigger deal than he was in the no, movies. Cyclops? Okay. Like, 90s animated like... X-Men show? Get rid of them. We don't need them. The, ol- okay. the, ol- the, only, the only Cyclops in fiction that's like outside of the actual comic book that's like remotely like interesting is X-Men Evolution Cyclops. I mean, alright. Still, he's a douche. I hate Scott <laughs> Absolutely. But he's like meant to be a douche. Like, he's... You have like 
like he's meant to be kind of douchey. Like that. Like that's like his his thing. Booster Gold, get rid of him. <laughs> okay. He's useless. He adds nothing to the Justice League. Even the Justice League laugh at him. Here's my uh, here's my con- my controversial pick, right? Uh, I'm gonna take Rachel from the Dark Knight and, and Batman Begins. Uh, I mean, yep. while she does have very important parts in the movie, overall, like she is just a very distracting, not great character. Um, well, I mean, I think that's that was her purpose was to be distracting. Right, but no, I mean, but like it was like it was to the point where like the movie was worse off because she was in the movie, but like it was still was a good movie. Don't get me wrong, but like the scene she was in, like she had nothing. And I love Maggie Gyllenhaal as an actress. I love Maggie Gyllenhaal. I just don't feel Rachel had anything to anything to that. Um, Some may say Martha, uh, the unnamed Martha from uh, Batman vs Superman, uh, never needed to be in that movie. Was never physically present in that movie, but never needed to be in that movie. The bond that, that, that Batman and Superman together—that whole movie can just disappear. That movie was awful, and then like they hyped up. I'm still I'm pissed at that movie because then they fucking hyped up like, oh, it's the it's the Snyder cut. That was just longer, more slow, more uh, slow motion, and just as bad. Uh, it was terrible. Okay, like I'm mad. And uh, I want my money back that I didn't even pay for. <laughs> There's yeah. a Snyder Cut of Batman versus Superman? Ugh. Oh, the Justice League one, but either way. Uh, it's the same shit. Actually, was there gonna be- I thought the Snyder Cut of Justice League was better. I'm, I wouldn't say it was good, but better. It was better, but it was still a terrible movie. That whole, I, I'm happy. They're, I think they're getting rid of... Uh, they're getting rid of. But no, it's the ultimate cut. That's what it is. The ultimate edition. Oh, the, you know who else they should get rid of? What? In the Wonder Woman movie, <coughs> the human a, form a, of Ares. Yes. Yes. I yes. thought Ares is a great villain to have for Wonder Woman. But my God, CGI in that guy's face onto a villainous, you know, superhero, supervillain. Yeah, it just it destroyed it for me. I was like, how are you? Why, how are you going to get that bad from a Harry Potter person? You can like, you can say what you will about how like young years have are so formative, and but whenever I like picture Ares, and like I know how he's like, yes. Hundred percent. Yeah, that is how I picture Ares. One hundred percent for no reason because, like, uh, the guy uh, Ares from Xena and uh, Hercules. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Like, that's how I picture. Ares. <laughs> so we'll see if I can find Every a picture of him for no reason. Like, because it isn't <laughs> like even like by description, it's not a very good version of Ares. But like, just he stole the scene. Oh, okay. But he stole the scene. Yeah, he did almost every time he was there. <laughs> he was, like, good. He was so good. Oh, you Fuck calm down, you. Apple, with those heart eyes. We see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rob's, yeah, Rob's going to be next with the heart that. eyes, I'm sure. What? what? <laughs> Rob's over uh-huh. there saying, oh, look at that cod piece. Johnny's the first I'll say this, man. Long-haired Aries? 
He's talking to me, man. He's talking to me. Look at those eyes right there. That guy's talking to me, man. <laughs> strong jawline. I know. Talking to me. His beard looks better than the first one. Like his goatee. Yeah, that was painted on. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. But, uh, he's like the Roman Reigns before Roman Reigns was Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, actually, almost exactly, which is terrifying. Listen, okay, all I, okay, all I want to know. Going back to that first picture, because it's got three heart eye emojis. Okay, so you take away his, you know, leather pants, his stylish okay. goatee. <laughs> I knew that was coming. You take away his leather pants. All right. Well. <laughs> oh, great. Me was a good time. Well. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> What were you saying? I, I can't even go on without without. without I, I lost my train of thought. Wrong hey, if he was if he didn't have a goatee and he was wearing like jeans and a Henley, he'd still be attractive. Yeah. <coughs> oh man! Oh look at that! We've reached Zeno the forty-five minute show. mark. We can start wrapping. Zeno looks such a good show. <laughs> like, it was a good show. Shout out to Zena. It was a good show. That's it. Devin, you better start looking for your life advice soon, man. We haven't we've had several weeks of, of not Devin life advice and we've been having to fill in the blanks here. I mean, I I mean, I'm sure you guys did better than I usually do, so don't feel too bad about it. Uh we will start going into uh Rob, do we have a science corner? This uh way? yeah, I actually have two. Okay. Um, so first, the, uh, the ISS has a, a coolant leak, which is not good. Um, so the International Space Station, it, there's, like, videos of it if you want to look online, but, like, one of the Suez shuttles that is attached to it currently is just spraying coolant into space, so it's going to be a problem for people trying to get back from it. Um, but yeah, so that was one of the things I wanted to bring up. Uh, the other more significant thing is there has been a a breakthrough with nuclear f- fusion uh, where they have now been able to create more energy from nuclear fusion than what they put into it, which means the more it develops, it's going to be a completely clean form of energy that is basically unexhaustible uh, because the more that you put in energy, you get more energy out than what you put in. So it would take away our having to rely on like fossil fuels and things that like radiation and stuff like that, that, that poisons everything. So, so yeah, they've been trying, they've been working on it for a long time, but usually they just break even have only been able to break even like the amount of energy they put into the laser to fuse the, the molecules together, produce the same amount of energy out that they put in. But now they've made it possible to create more energy than what you're putting into it. So it's going to, well, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's, totally, it's totally totally a very big deal. It's like, they're going to be able to like fuel things like, uh, like I said, eventually they'll be able to power like the world with it without 
causing pollution and eventually it'll be able to make space travel possible because if you can do it on a, a spacecraft then you have unlimited energy you don't have to worry about using up fuel reserves and stuff like that so what go okay so I just lost so, my is it a practical source of energy? Like they can build a fully functioning ship that can go into space with the energy that it produces for its size? Eventually, yeah. I mean, it'll take time. It'll take years, but eventually, yeah. That yeah, that's pretty cool to think about. So I mean, even if they perfect it, and it's a renewable, you say it's a <coughs> essentially a never-ending resource. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's still going to get charged arm and a leg for electricity. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I mean, the, the governments not. are going to regulate everything and tax the hell out of it. And I don't know. One would think our taxes would cover the maintenance of a facility that would give clean energy like that. But yeah, it's the only thing they need is hydrogen, which uh, it says they only need a small amount of hydrogen, and hydrogen is basically everywhere. Water is made of it. It's in the air. Yeah, I mean, especially on a planet that's such a high percentage of, of water, you know. <clears throat> huh, all right. Now, are we talking like within our lifetimes? Do you think they'll actually like? Uh, probably within our lifetimes, making it a viable energy source for people on Earth. I don't know about ship travel with it. That might be beyond our lifespans, but yeah. definitely using it for to power things on Earth. Yeah. Hmm. All right, and Devin, do we got life advice this week? Do you have life advice for this week? Uh, maybe not like articulated in the best way, but just like things I've, I may have said this before because it's, it's, it's a constant uh, journey and at least for me throughout life to like, I, I know, I know the message I'm being yelled at. Hold on one second. Life advices. Don't get yelled at. I'm back. Sorry. I was getting. You good. Um, it's been a, it's, it's a battle for me, right? Cause uh, I'm one of those people I like to, or I feel like I should have some degree of control at all times in my life. Uh, I I have a hard time relinquishing control of my life and just, just kind of letting things happen. Even though I'm a random like I'm a random person, but it's like everything I, I take calculated risk. Um, I like to say like I'm go with the flow, and I am, but I still take calculated risk. So with that being said, with that being said, with that being said, um, I really do believe that. At least life advice for me is just going this forward because it's helped it's this has helped me out a lot. Is just sometimes you just gotta 
stop trying to control everything and l- let life kind of let life work its magic. Um, life can be can be magical when when it at times let life work its magic and understand that at, sometimes everything you may meet the right person at the wrong time. You may be in the wrong place at the right time, be at the right time and you may be at the right place at the wrong time. Um, but point being is eventually all those will align and you will be at the right place at the right time. And if there's another person involved, you'll be at the right place at the right time with the right person. Just kind of let life understand you have be much happier than trying to control everything um, because uh, you can't. All right. I have thoughts on that life advice, but that'll have to wait until another SU, probably. Uh, all right. Well, with that being said, Rob, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Confessor underscore X and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Confessor X. And Devin, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you guys can find me on. I'm not muted. You can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie. Find me on Twitch at Mr. D3. And as always, you can find me on eBay. Um, standing in line for my money back. I'm on. I'm on eBay, standing in line for my money back. All right. For all of my copies of. Actually, no. Better yet, you can find me on eBay buying all the copies of Superman versus Batman, so I can destroy them and no one can. No one can watch them. All right. Uh, and Donnie, where can they find me on the internet? You tell me. Oh, I tried to trick you this time, <laughs> and it didn't work. They can find me at Jack's Forest Walker, all one word. Yeah, they wish. <laughs> They'd probably be more excited to find you than me. So, Doubtful. Uh, as always, yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Jack's Forest Walker, all one word, on Twitch at DM Webby. And on eBay at uh, helping Devin destroy the Batman v Superman. Anything. Because it was a terrible movie. Um, But thank you for listening. We love you guys. And fuck Booster Gold. Like a really superb backstory to pull from. (laughs) Lots of Lots, very in-depth, Lots of lore in-depth for, universe to pull from, and they just for some great characters. <laughs> just not so these. many. 1970s Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>